The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found the one about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. And Nathanael replied to Philip, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said to him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked Jesus, Where did you get to know me? And Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And Jesus said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. It was the greatest show on earth. It included live exotic animals, acrobats, dancers, singers. There was even a bearded lady and two people who were joined to each other, attached at the hip. Come in and see the greatest show on earth, the man in the top hat would cry out. And people did come in and see, see things that they had never seen before, things that were beyond their imagination. So you may have guessed that I've seen the movie The Greatest Showman, which is about a man who created the greatest show on earth. In this predictable, very predictable, rags to riches story, uh, P.T. Barnum, who grew up living on the streets by himself, rose from nothing to create a business and a name that's now known worldwide. As a boy, he falls in love with a girl who is way, way out of his league. But once they're a bit older, the two reconnect and they want to be together. But her wealthy, elitist father would not allow it. Her dad threw him out and said, you'll never amount to anything. Don't ever come back here. But in defiance to her father's accusations that nothing good would ever become of him, the two marry and end up living a very successful and happy life. Happily ever after, as they say. Now, I couldn't help but think of The Greatest Showman as a call story. Now, I know, I know, we usually think of call stories as ones when people are called to work in the church or called to be a pastor or something like that. But I saw in this movie, Barnum called to a greater vision for life and love. A call to break free from what others saw in him and become a man who recognized the giftedness in others. And a call to build relationships with those who are forgotten, ignored, or chastised. And in creating and sustaining relationships with the oddities, or freaks, as they were called, Barnum called them out of their hidden shadows to become more than they could have ever imagined. 
In the scripture readings today, we hear two more call stories that are a little less famous and probably will never make it into the top 10 greatest shows on earth. But they are important stories to people of faith because they show us that God calls people, people like you and me, out of the shadows to more than we could ever imagine. In the first scripture reading, a boy named Samuel is called to become a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. Now certainly there are plenty of other potential leaders who are older and wiser, with more experience and more importance. Yet God calls a child in the middle of the night, and Samuel grows to be one of the greatest leaders in Israel's history. And then in the Gospel, another call story. Philip and Nathanael are asked to leave everything behind and follow Jesus. But before Nathanael could follow, he had a question. Philip had already told him that Jesus is the one that they'd been waiting for, the one they'd been told about for generations, and he's the son of Joseph from Nazareth. But Nathanael is skeptical, and he asked, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come, come from such a terrible place? Can anything good come from those people? Nathanael didn't think so. He already knew enough about that place and those people to know that nothing good could come from there, and certainly, certainly not their long-awaited Son of God and King of Israel. But the invitation came anyway. Come and see. Now, I don't know much about Nazareth. Maybe you don't either. But if you substitute any other place, like Haiti, El Salvador, or any other African country, and you can hear the disgust and racism and ignorance in Nathaniel's question. Can anything good come from a crap hole place like Nazareth? And I can hear the answer in his question. Obviously not. But before we get too busy pointing fingers, let's us acknowledge the ways that we ask the same types of questions all the time. Can anything good come from those people, the ones with whom I disagree on social media, the transgender youth living on the streets of Chicago right here in our neighborhood, the estranged family member? Can anything good come from that neighborhood or that other political party? Can anything good come from fill in the blank? We all ask it all the time, consciously, unconsciously. Can anything good come from there or from those people? And the answer is in our question. Probably not. Yet Jesus doesn't leave Nathaniel's question hanging there. He's invited to come and see. Now, I like to imagine the parts of the conversation that were never actually written down, and so here we go. Come and see, Jesus says. Check it out for yourself. Come and see how God is working through me. Come and see all that I have in store for you. Come and be in relationship with me, and you will be part of something greater than you could ever imagine. 
We too are called to come and see, really see and know, love and support the people and places that are considered crap holes, unworthy of our love and attention. Because we may be surprised to know that God is at work through them, just as much as God is at work through each of us. And you may wonder sometimes, can anything good come from me? I don't feel called. I've never heard anyone calling to me in the middle of the night. I've never seen Jesus face to face. Called me? To what? You are called to a lifelong relationship with God. In the waters of baptism, you are called to come and see the Holy One is with you and loves you more than you could ever imagine. You are called to see that God, God's love isn't only for you and the people that you love, but for all who are hurting, forgotten, despised. You are called in the midst of life's challenges and adversity to trust that the body of Christ is at your side. In all of these call stories, each one is invited into relationship. So relationship is key. Barnum and the misfits together become something great and wonderful that they couldn't have even imagined any other way. And Samuel and Nathaniel are called not only to do something great, but to be intimately connected to God who shares in fullness of life. And you too are called, called to join with God in the ongoing work of creation, caring for and loving everything and everyone that God has made. The Holy One calls to you, come and see. Be part of something greater than you could possibly imagine. Amen.